You're listening to Tech Talk Central. Hello from me, hello again, and uh, this is Yanis Rizopoulos, as Nick said, for TTC, and uh, I'm having uh, just opposite me uh, Dr. Sofia Kremidi, she's a senior researcher at the Institute of Historical Research uh, at uh, the National Hellenic National Research in- Foundation. Okay, okay. And you have the Department of Greek and Roman Antiquities. Yes. We're glad to have you with us. Thank and you very much. You it's have a pleasure to be here. You have a specialty which is rather different to most of those who you usually which, uh, interview. We usually interview. We interview people from technology mostly, but this is a, a new field, numismatics. And tell us about it. What is numismatics about? Well, numismatics, as one can easily imagine, is about coins. Coins, of course. Coins of various regions and various chronological periods. Mm-hmm. Uh, the invention of coinage was a very important milestone in the evolution of uh, of the um, humanity, since it it uh, it marked the chain the, the evolution from a barter coin uh, from a barter economy to a monetary economy. Mm-hmm. Coins have been used in the seventh century, uh, initially introduced around the Mediterranean and also in China. From these areas, coinage spread to the rest of the world and gradually uh, developed into the main uh, um, way of transactions. The introdu- the, and is used everywhere today, except eventually so for a very few isolated communities, which, which still... Uh, uh, use barter economy. Use barter economy, exactly, exactly. And My personal interests, of yes. course, since I have studied ancient history and archaeology, are in the field of ancient Greek and Roman numismatics. Mm-hmm. What can be found here in Greece, you mean? Not yes. only here in not Greece, only, not only here in Greece, of course. In all, uh, well, uh, interest, in, uh, interest in ancient coinage appeared about uh, the period just after the Renaissance, mm-hmm. when all the uh, interest for classical antiquities developed uh, as a new perspective Uh, for the humanity. Mm-hmm. And the first numismatists were actually collectors. They were wealthy individuals who started to collect and try to classify these objects. In the beginning, these objects were viewed as masterpieces of art or as rare or, or, or interesting curiosities rarities, yes. and rarities. Yes. yes. Now, uh, our perspective has changed a lot. Because now we understand coinage and numismatics as a, dip, as a discipline uh, in which helps us to understand um, the, the history of past societies. Tell us about the evolution of this discipline. Yes. Well, as I, as I, as I already mentioned, it started uh, in, the, in the sector of pli- private uh, collections. It, uh, evo- after the, the creation of the ethnic states, the collections became public and are hosted in museums. Greece is one of the few countries that has an independent numismatic museum. The perspective today is very different, and coinage is an important tool not only for the economic historians, but for the historians in the ancient world. Mm, yes. And what, what can coins tell us about, teach us about uh, history? Yes. Until the 19th century, uh, ancient history was written exclusively from the study of literary texts. Mm-hmm. Very renowned historians, such, such as Herodotus, the father of history, Thucydides, Titus Livius later on, 
gave us narratives without which it would be impossible to understand the ancient world. However, these narratives are sometimes biased and subjective. They have the disadvantage of eventually being, uh, being uh, chronologically at a, a great distance from the from the um, uh, from uh, the, the, the events they are dis describing, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so they can be biased. A very characteristic example is that of Demosthenes and the Macedonian kingdom. Demosthenes was very hostile, as we all know, to the Macedonians, against, yeah. of he course. Was them, yes. He was against them, of course. And what we find in his writings concerning, for example, Philip II, which, which was his contemporary, was that this was a king, uh, primitive, drunkard, and uh, corrupt king. Correct. Actual sources draw a very different picture. We know from coins that Philip initiated very sophisticated numismatic reforms, which allowed the Macedonian currency to become the dominant currency of the linguistic world later under Alexander. <laughs> On this subject, we organized an international conference in 2014 uh, at the National Hellenic Research Foundation mm -hmm. uh, with collaborations of other uh, international institutions such as the Sorbonne University and the French Archaeological School. Our interest was exactly to, um, to show how the coinage of Alexander developed as an international currency of the Hellenistic world. It was used uh, for, 200, uh, for, for 200 years after the death of Alexander by various issuing authorities, cities, uh, leagues, kings, um, in regions that range from the uh, from the Balkan Peninsula to the Black Sea region, coasts, to Asia Minor, to Syria, even to Persia. Mm -hmm. This was a common, currency, uh, a common currency of the Hellenistic period, which, however, is quite different for our, from our common European currency today. The main difference is that this common currency was not a unique currency. It means that the individual states still had the right and the sovereignty to, uh, to, to follow their own monetary policy and use their own coinage for internal relations. So we had sort of a double system, double system a double yeah. system, yeah. interior coinage for local currencies and international coinage on an international level. I want to comment on ancient economy because coins are the expression of economy, isn't it? So I want to comment on ancient economy. It was more or less complex than that of our times, the modern ones. Ancient economy is very much debated. Mm. Uh, and the, 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 its complexity is very much debated. Mm -hmm. But in simple words, it was certainly simpler than it is today. All the coins existed. Um, all the coins existed and pay, played a, a major role in the economy. It was not the only way of transactions. Even in the Hellenistic time, even in the Roman times, even under the Athenian Empire, where we have very strong coinages which base their, their value on their metal, that we still have a large part of the population who does not use coinage for their transactions and their everyday, um, uh, and their every, everyday uh, exchanges. Mm. It should be mentioned that in ancient times cities were states, at least before the Hellenistic period, and there were many cities which did not strike coins at all.
So we understand that coinage was important, but certainly less important than it is today. And furthermore, uh, the, 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 the notion of credit, of course, did not exist in the sense that it exists today. Okay. You have a program of your own. Tell us more about it. Yes. Well, uh, at the moment, I am directing a research program at the Institute of Historical Studies, which aims exactly at the publication of primary sources on ancient Macedonia. These sources which we concentrate on are mainly inscriptions and coins. Mm -hmm. uh, we are planning to publish two books, One is uh, the inscriptions of the area of Macedonia between the Axios River and the Vermian Mountains. This is a very systematic collection of epigraphic material, uh, which is very important for the understanding and the construction of the history of Macedonia. And the second book is a book on Macedonian coinage that was struck under the royal regime, but was, however, sort of an autonomous coinage, because Macedonian constitution had this particularity of um, allowing, let's say, uh, semi-autonomous coins to exist in parallel to the royal issues, at least. That was the second system, you said. Yes. You, you said before. Yes, yes. exactly. Mm-hmm. If I, I, have a, yes, can please, uh, please. add a couple of things, mm-hmm. apart from these two books, which are, let's say, the traditional ways to publish in our field, we are also developing new, new research um, uh, methods And we have created two online digital uh, databases which can be uh, shared and uh, through different institutions and researchers at the same time, which can be all the time updated and which uh, will eventually lead us to, uh, at, a, at a later stage to an online publication of our material. Mm-hmm. On these databases, we are organizing also inscriptions of central Macedonia, mm-hmm. Um, and also coins that were found in excavations in two important cities in Macedonia, namely Eye, the ancient capital of the city, of the, of the, of the, of the kingdom, the city which is known today as Virgina, mm-hmm. and also a very important port in Hellenistic Macedonia known as Amphipolis. Mm-hmm. They're well known. They're very <laughs> well known, Amphipolis, very well known yes. Amphipolis, yes. Okay. And uh, one last question. Yes. Uh, are you working with coins out of sheer curiosity or they have to teach us something about the ancient and the new world? Well, certainly we're not working with coins only out of a curiosity. That is, that is for sure. Uh, we are working with coins because we consider that this is a very important source and a primary source we can, which can tell us tell us things about uh, antiquity that we cannot find from other sources. For example, there is no other way to know what people visited a city than to find there is no literary evidence for that, there is no inscriptions who tell us that, but with the, the, the coins that were dropped by the people and were found on a site, you can immediately know that, for example, at Amphipolis you have visitors from Thessaloniki and from Athens and from Corinth or from anywhere mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. So this is important information for the circulation. Concerning now um, its importance for today and for understanding, I think that it is very, very important for for the people today, not only the specialists, but also for the general public, mm-hmm. to have an idea about how things have evoluted and how the people have reacted in different historical periods, because that will help them to react in the best ways in the present also. Mm-hmm. Lessons from the past for today. Lessons from the past from today. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mrs. Kremidi. 
And uh, this is Yannis Rizopoulos. Uh, Thank you very much. For Tech Talk Central from NOAA. You're listening to Tech Talk Central.